because I was always known by a nickname on the street growing up in Oakland. Uh, the brothers used to call me White Chocolate. And people know that if you get called White Chocolate on the basketball court, on the dance floor, in the bedroom, that means one thing. It means that you are not as good as regular chocolate. Sweet, but kind of disgusting. That's my demographic. I rep. So people are always asking me, Charlie, do you take your white privilege with you everywhere? And I say no. That's what my butler is for. That's his job. His name is Jeffrey. He helps. He really does. Speaking of people that help me out, uh, I am married. Sorry. I'd say sorry, ladies. There is no ladies. There's men. But it's a very strong testosterone-driven crowd right now. Yes. People are asking me, girls are asking me, after 16 years together, do you and your wife still get hot and heavy? I'm here to tell you, yes, we do. And by that I mean she is still hot and I've gotten kind of heavy. That is autobiographical to the fullest. But my wife, uh, even after all these years, she still get pretty fierce. I would still say that she is an animal in the bedroom. A possum is an animal, right? Hey, don't get mad. I didn't write that joke. Bill Cosby wrote it for me. It's a sleeper. Sleeper! There it is. Hey, Bill Cosby is my favorite bartender of all time. I told my newest joke to my oldest son. He said, Daddy, jokes like that are why you're not famous. So I told him, honesty like that is why your brother is my favorite. So I'm going to divide the crowd right now. Can you divide the small number? I don't know. I'm not a math magician. I'm not. Uh, cat people versus dog people. Dog people make some noise. Roof, roof. All right, okay. Cat people make some noise. Meow. <laughs> yeah, mostly dogs. Cat dog fans from Nickelodeon make some noise. The original hybrid. Fuck you, Tesla. The original hybrid. Cat dog. Well, I would say that I'm more of a cat person if I had to choose. I feel like cats get a bad rap. People think cats are lazy. I disagree. Think about it. A suicidal cat has to work nine times harder than a person. Ha <laughs> ha! That's a joke about killing that same pussy over and 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 over. Speaking of killing the same pussy over and over again, I am married. That's a callback right there. Let me check my phone's missed calls. Oh, I missed one from back. That's where it came from. I'll return that call. I'll leave this. This is just for Pam. Pam, I don't know if I told you. I have the ultimate heckling story. So last week in Richmond. Do you guys know Richmond, California? Not the Richmond district. Not the inner Richmond Richmond, California, the only city in the Bay Area that was named sarcastically. How would I describe the socioeconomic status of the people that live in this here town? <laughs> That's rich. That's how they came up with it. I was on stage in Richmond, or as I call it, lack of funds now. And while on stage, I was heckled. Somebody threw a catalytic converter at me. Yeah, it sounds dangerous, but it was my catalytic converter. So it's all good. It was a return policy. Got it back.
I'm really going to stretch it out. One more, one more joke. Uh, my day job's in construction, so I want to try these out on you guys. Uh, the people in the w construction world aren't known as being great intellectuals. I like to drop some dad jokes on them. Uh, I saw a guy working a jackhammer this afternoon out on the sidewalk. Jackhammer. I told him, you know what, sir? I appreciate you. I find your work groundbreaking. And none of his coworkers laughed, but these guys are getting paid to watch another man jack all over in public, and nobody's talking about it. These are the real issues, Mutiny Radio. I'm feeling very Sam Kennison in here. By that, I mean I'm sweating and I'm overweight. You guys have been great. I've been Charlie. Have a great evening. Yay, Charlie. Yay, Charlie Stink. Yay. That was amazing. I love wordplay. Jack it off all over town. Uh, G <laughs> Gary, he gets on a plane and they're like, Jack it off, Jack it off. He's like, I don't know. Uh, is Gary Hughes coming? Did he disappear? Ah, look at that. I accidentally did a cum joke. Uh, it's all about dicks all the time. I can't get away from it. Your next comedian, uh, he, he, he has a wealth of knowledge, as we learned on the previous podcast, uh, about all kinds of things. Put your hands together, everybody, for Guthrie. Yay! Thank you so much. Let's get another hand for Charlie, everyone. Thank you. So uh, I'm wearing my Yeezys today. I know. I love my Yeezys. You can't feel the hate in them, but I do know they portray an anti-Semitic vibe. So I've been wondering, how do I get past it? How can I wear my Yeezys in comfort without portraying that level of hate? And I think I figured it out, ladies and gentlemen. It's called a net zero hate of dressing. Got to dress with balance. Most Jewish person on your shirt, you can wear whatever the fuck you want on your feet. And that's my message to you, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Trying some new jokes tonight. So, my girlfriend has a service dog, right? And people pet this service dog while it's working. And I'm like, how do we deter people from petting this service dog? So I figured out the strategy. They pet the dog on the head, pet them on the head. Pet the dog on the ass. Unfortunately, I got to pet them on the ass. I really hope it's not a woman. So far, this has come up once in life with the dog going into a dispensary, and this guy just pets him on the head like, hey buddy, how you doing? Security guard with a gun. <sighs> I did not have the balls to pet him on the head. Stay tuned, folks. Eventually I'll pet someone. <laughs> so, my girlfriend and I, we've been dating for about five years, and I'm straight, she's bi, but I swear our relationship dynamics closer to lesbians. We moved in after a month, 90% of our sex is just eating pussy. About to get a car. Guess what brand? Subaru. So, I'm high key unemployed and almost just fell off the stage, so I'm just gonna talk <laughs> here. <laughs> Sorry, camera. Here, let me catch you. God, this is a disgrace. I'm gonna fall off this shit like jackass and that's how I'm gonna get famous. Anyways. So I'm high-key unemployed, I've been applying for jobs, just no fucking results, and I'm like, how can I stand out? I'm going to put lesbian on my applications. Problem is, once I get that interview, they're going to see my hair and be like, this guy's way too feminine to be a lesbian. Not going to work. <laughs> Anyways, so I've been thinking about, like, what vehicle people are obsessed with or what type of transportation kind of really tells me a lot about their personalities. So I've been thinking, you know, you love boats, 
probably have a cocaine problem. Like fast cars, probably have a small dick. You like planes? Turns out you're probably a child. Rocket ships, billionaire naturally. Trains, you might be a little bit autistic. And stubs, you're probably a fucking sociopath. Anyways, have you guys ever noticed that Mormons and morons are one letter apart? I don't really have a joke for that. That's just all I got. Um, I had a longer bit that's not going to work in this minute, so I'll just leave it's it It's okay. There. Do it. Do your longer bit. It's fine. Oh, okay. Okay. So, uh, <laughs> anyone had a Lunchable lately? Yeah, yeah. They're pretty solid. Uh, they actually updated them recently. You get Kit Kats with them. Anyone notice this? Yeah, pretty fucking good. Uh, they also have Capri Suns, per usual, as always. How did Capri Suns get past the plastic straw band? <laughs> They're the only fucking vessel. And I'm going to be honest, I like Capri Suns more than turtles. Does anyone disagree with me? Because <laughs> turtles are fucking racist pieces of shit. Have you seen these videos? <laughs> There's videos on the internet. Guy with a white shoe. Turtle goes around. Howdy, neighbor. How you doing? There's a black shoe. It just goes ram, 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 ram repeatedly. All I'm saying is I'm going to drink Capri Suns until turtles are extinct. Cancel the fucking turtles. Fuck racist turtles. And that's all I have for you guys. Thank you so much. Guthrie, everyone. Hates turtles. Yeah. In Maryland, they used to make a thing called turtle soup, and it was very popular. And now they make fake turtle soup because you're not supposed to murder and eat turtles. But I heard they taste like chicken. Your next comedian is one of my favorite people in the world. And he's so funny and wonderful. Clap your hands together for Spencer Devine. Yay! No, I have not. I have not seen the racist turtle YouTube video. Uh, I have seen the popularly famous turtle fucking a boot video, and he's having a great time. Doesn't seem racist. Doesn't seem concerned that it's not a turtle. They, uh, I think they are the most unjudging animals. And I ripped apart your joke at the logic. So stitch, stitch that one back together. Uh, when I'm not disappointing you. Or my parents. Um, I play Dungeons and Dragons, uh, and that disap that disappoints the Christians, though. <laughs> I don't know why they hate Dungeons and Dragons so much. Um, got me to thinking maybe it's like a board game thing. Like, do they hate board games? It's like shoots and ladders. The tools of the devil! Hold Do you have a hat? Do you have a mustache? Are you a woman? A man? Black? White? It does not matter, for God does not guess if who? Have you, it's from, have you read John 3.19? Do not waketh daddy? Do you guys know the board game, Do Not Wake Daddy? Fucking what a weird board game. A lot of unspoken context in Do Not Wake Daddy. Why are those kids up? What happens if Daddy wakes up? Nothing good. Or they wouldn't have made a board game out of it. And you know why they they, they hate they hate Dungeons and 
dragons because honestly, it gives people an outlet to be legitimate psychopaths. See? See what happens? <laughs> Fucking bad shit. Uh, no, you, you ask your friend who's a nerd, you're like, oh, hey, Jeff. Jeff, would you ever kill a man? And Jeff's like, no, of course I would never kill a man. What a, an absurd question. And then you're like, hey, Jeff, would you kill a hypothetical man? And he's like, yeah, I would kill 100 men and their families and burn down their village and fucking take everything they've ever owned. Rule number one of Dungeons and Dragons. Above everything else, loot the body. Loot the body. That's rule number one. It's not about tolerance. It's not about finding nonviolent solutions. It's like, hey, empty that orc's pockets. Turn them out. Who knows what he has? Fucking makes me think like people who are mugging me in real life. Very nice of them to not kill me first. Could all could always be fucking worse, you guys. Uh, when someone's not confident in themselves, they'll go fishing for compliments. You know, it's like. Uh, but I'm more confident, so I go noodling for compliments, uh, which means I just walk out the door and I'm like, "Tell me why I look good," and then I wait. You know, it's a lot. It's a lot more straightforward. It's not like, oh, I feel fat today. And then the fish are down below, and the fish are like, oh no, she's feeling fat today. And the other fish is like, no, it's a trap. Jeff never came back. It's a trap. She feels fat. Every day. <laughs> it's like, no, I want to make you feel good. <sighs> and the thing is, when someone's fishing for compliments, in that metaphor, you're not in control. They think you're as dumb as a fish is. Like, if you bite that shit, that, it was a trap the whole time. But I'm not, I get compliments sometimes, you know, not to ego brag. But I don't like compliments. I hate them. Uh, so imagine, in that metaphor, I'm a man standing in a boat, and there's just fish jumping in the boat. And I'm like, no! Get out of here! I'm not comfortable with the attention! No! Uh, thank you, Pamela. Uh, I'll close with this joke. Um, you guys... Remember the Tootsie Pop commercial? Art, you might not. I think it was an American commercial. Do you know the Tootsie Pop commercials? Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. That's like 25% of my audience. Okay, so there's a kid. There's a kid with a Tootsie Pop. What a baby psychopath he is. Just walking around with a lollipop, unsupervised art. And he just walks into the woods. And he's like, hey, Mr. Owl. A Tootsie Pop is a lollipop with Tootsie Pop uh, with a Tootsie Roll in the center. So it's like lollipop chocolate center. He's like, hey, Mr. Owl, how many licks does it take to get to the center of a Tootsie Pop? Because when you lick it, okay, you lick it until you get to the chocolate center. I'm just explaining for context. 
He's the lollipop, okay? And so, the uh, now, fun nature fact. Did you know that the Tootsie Pop is not in the diet of the North American feather-crusted barn owl? And they will die if you feed them one? Also, secondary question. Uh, do owls have tongues? Think about it. It seems like a silly question, but if owls go, yes, do, is there a tongue or an empty predatory abyss? Uh, just think about it. And the owl, what does the owl do? He goes, one, two, unk. Because Art, like Art, he's never seen a Tootsie Pop before. He doesn't know what it is, doesn't know how to eat one. Uh, and then, you think that kid would stop? No, he then goes to a cemetery. And he's like, hey there, Mr. Anthropomorphic living skeleton. How many licks does it take to get to the center of a Tootsie Pop? Fun nature fact, skeletons also have no tongue. You know, no, they, you grow your hair forever, you grow your nails, your tongue gets eaten by maggots. Not a fun fact, just a real fact. Uh, necromancy. Okay, that's my last message. Thank you, Evan Spencer Devine. Thank you, Pam Pam. Yay! Spencer Devine! Whew, that was amazing. Hey, bye, Charlie Spink. That was incredible. Your next comedian. Uh, wow, what a joy and a wonderment he is. Uh, everybody, put your hands together. It's Kane. Yay! Hey, uh, Harvey, can I ask you a question? You think you, be honest, you think you, uh, fuck a kid? Yeah. All right. But let me ask you this. Have you ever seen a Chihuahua fuck a kid? All right, look. If you saw a Chihuahua fuck, I think it might change your mind. But I didn't notice it until my ex pointed out, like, damn. See that Chihuahua fuck? And I was like, what do you mean? She was like, look at him. He busted a hundred fucking times. He's still going. He hasn't broken a fucking sweat. He just sticks his tongue out and he fucking pants. And he just, he just keeps fucking going like all crazy. I was like, damn, you're right. I was like, I wish I could be seven pounds and live off nothing. I don't know. This is a new this is a new idea I had. I figured I'd try it on you. I figured you've uh So uh midgets. A lot of people don't like the word midget, but I feel like Calling them little people is like just as fucked up. It's like you're, it's like you're saying they're not a whole person; they're just a little person. I think it's kind of fucked up to like define people with like one word or define them around like something they have or they suffer with. Like, you know what I mean? You would never see someone with AIDS and say, uh, "I'm work on that one." <laughs> I gotta work. I gotta. I'm gonna work backwards from the punchline on that one. Oh fuck it, I'll say it anyways. Like, you would never see someone with AIDS and call them like an amino monkey or some shit. You know what I mean? Like that's just really fucked up. You would just say, "Oh, they have AIDS." I feel like for instead of calling midgets little people or calling them midgets, we should just say like we should just say they have like midgetitis or they're suffering from like we'll never ride a roller coasterosis. You know what I mean? So I feel like that's way less fucked up. You're not defining them at that point. It's just like those are things that they'll never do. Like, you know, ride roller coasters or be above the counter at Walgreens. I'm a work I'm working back. <laughs> I'm a work <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's hella true. I need to work backwards from the punchline on this one. You know, I, people really just love to rip on midgets. Uh, you know, they really, they're, they're like the one group of people that doesn't really give a fuck. Like, you never, 
You never see like midget lives matter, like you know what I mean? Like you just never see like a riot of like just all midgets like burning down buildings and throwing shit through glass. You just never see that. It just doesn't happen. They don't they don't care that it'd be hilarious if they did though. They just they don't give that much of a fuck. Yeah. I might save some of that for that joke. What else do I got here? <laughs> that was a good one. <laughs> So uh, I didn't know who Cardi B was until a few weeks ago, and it was really confusing. I was not understanding why everyone was talking about WAPs all of a sudden. I just thought everyone was hating on Italians again for the first time in, like, 50 years. I was like, this is really weird. Why is everyone talking about, like, owning Italian people? That's been illegal for, like, at least 200 years now. And then I came to find out that it actually stands for wet-ass pussy, which is cool, I guess, but uh, I think Italian slurs are funnier. I gotta work backwards on that one. Uh, uh, mm. uh, I really don't know what else from these I want to do. Uh, fuck it. I guess I'll try this one. So, uh, I hate my job. I work in construction. And, uh, I fucking hate my job, but at least I'm good at it. You know what I mean? Like, I could never work at a suicide hotline, mostly because I'm way too agreeable. In that job, you're supposed to be the most disagreeable person ever. You're not just supposed to be like, yeah, yeah, I get why you feel that way. Yeah, dude, I, I would do that too. You know what I mean? You can't do that. I could never work at Moderna or Pfizer either because I'm too much of a people pleaser. And I just see everyone online talking about how vaccines make you autistic, and I'd actually make that come true just to people please. And I could never be a hearse driver either because I'm always in a rush. I'm always late places, and you can't really show up late to a funeral with the man of the hour in the back of your car. That's kind of fucked up. No one appreciates that. And you can't drive like you're a pizza driver not trying to pay that 30-minute free pizza fee because no one's going to be happy when you show up and they open the casket and their great aunt kind of looks like this. All fucking twisted. Thank you. That's all I got for today. Okay, everyone. Hey, will you, before you go, will you do the dead cat joke? I forget what it is. Cat joke. Oh Do you remember yeah. that one? So that one went, uh. Just the one liner, please. Growing up with an animal hoarder, I think I buried more pets than a serial killer. Hey, I like that joke. Yay, Kane. Yay. Hey. Uh, hey, your next comedian, he has a great podcast that was just before this show called Trust Me, My Friend's an Expert. It was really fun today. <laughs> um, it's fun every time. You should go back and listen to past episodes. You get to watch him right now, everybody. Put your hands together for Weed himself. Everybody, it's Dakota Price. Yay! Uh, yeah, it's me, Dakota Price, Weed Incarnate. Yeah! Woo! I fucking love weed. Uh, <laughs> dude, uh, I'm from Texas, like you guys know, right? These are some facts about me. You know, I am a former felon, a former rapper. Uh, I'm a father, <laughs> you know, all these crazy things. Anyway, I'm from Texas, right? And uh, I don't know if you all already know, but in the year 2018, I was incarcerated for the possession of marijuana. Marijuana? Marijuana? Uh, stupid, considering that I have a license to sell weed and can fucking smoke weed out there and have a cop light my joint for me, you know, out in these California streets. But while I was in jail for a year, I had time to, you know, uh, read and study and one thing i i studied was a uh, texas law because uh, i've had there was a book of texas laws and i found out that uh texas hates everything 
that uh, I think is cool. And, you know, the first thing you know, like weed's illegal, right? We know that because I'm sitting in jail. And <laughs> then, you know, uh, I got you know, further reading through this book, and I found out that sodomy is illegal in Texas. Do you know what sodomy is? It's butt fucking. It's fucking in the ass. It's illegal in Texas, technically. Like, yeah. So yeah. So that's why I was. That's why I was in jail. Butt fucking. No. Uh. But like seriously, like, it's not. It's not policed, really. But I like to think it is. I like to imagine that there's like a a, a lone force of like like lone rangers out there just like getting anonymous tips. Like, I think they're fucking in the ass in there. Breach the door. <laughs> Are you fucking in the ass in there? Hey, he's fucking in the ass. Officer, he's fucking in the ass with no lube. Tase him. Uh, fucking d- only way these dudes can come now is fucking getting tased while fucking in the ass. The only way they can come now. Cops are causing more problems than they're solving. No, uh. <laughs> fucking in the ass in here. No, uh, but sodomy, if you actually look up the definition of sodomy, Sodomy also includes uh, fellatio and includes sucking dick. It's yeah. So Texas is anti-blowjob, anti-abortion, anti-blowjob. Where the fuck am I supposed to nut? Like you know what I'm saying? Like Jesus Christ. But you know, like that's like that's really bold. They're like no fucking the ass, no getting your dick sucked, dude. Everybody loves getting their dick sucked. My homegirl down the street, she loves getting her dick sucked. And I'm really good at sucking it too. I just like oh, I just go to town. I just fucking take it balls deep. No, I'm just kidding. Just kidding. Uh, right, my whatever you know. Uh, yeah. Texas hates all the cool things. That would be like super illegal in Texas. They're like fucking drag shows. No, you know. Actually, I I fucking hosted a drag show last month. That is illegal in other states. I had a whole fucking moment. I was smoking weed while hosting a drag show. I was breaking. Dude, I had a. Oh my God. One more thing was, uh, that I found out is illegal in Texas. Uh, anybody here own dildos? Yeah, Pam. Yeah, hell yeah, Pam. And you got one of those that plugs into the wall, don't you? No? Is it discreet? I don't know. She's like, ah, whatever. Like, fuck a dildo. It's, it's, it's a. It's a stick fuck it i don't know i don't know <laughs> i don't know the way to flip that joke around i don't i didn't know uh but it is illegal to own more than five dildos in the state of texas yeah it's it, yeah, it's, it is a law it's it falls under the texas obscenities law it's a real thing yeah it's a, uh, but it's illegal to own more than five dildos and i just Yet again, imagine those same lone rangers kicking indoors, just being like, hey, they got dildos in here. Light them out. Light them out. All right, one, two, three, four. But that one has two sides. That's more than one dildo. Sir, this one vibrates. It has batteries. That's an automatic assault dildo. Shoot it. We saved another one. That was my time, guys. Illuminating the strange hypocrisies of part of our nation. Hooray! That was lovely. Uh, hey, that was really exciting because you were talking so much about dick sucking. And a segue to our next comedian, absolutely the king of dick sucking himself. Put your hands together for Brady Pearson! <laughs> 
hey guys, how you doing? So there, okay, there, there's, well, like we said, there's only one lady. Well, that's Pam, right? Okay, good. So now it's just us men, right? What I really love is like, all this, so when you guys talk about cocksucking, do you think about it or something? Is that something you all think about? Like you make jokes about it, like you think about it. So does that mean like you're all kind of queer anyway, right? Is that what we're saying? Like, is there a single guy in this room that has not thought of sucking their own dick? Come on, when you were 16, I'm a guy, we all tried to do it. Do you remember, you may not have been as excited as I was, I thought I was gonna try to break a fucking rib to get All right, so, so you guys, you're into it, right? Do you, do you not like it? Do you not like having your cocks? It's great, would you, yeah? Yeah, would you would you do it for anyone else? Is is that something that would on what? He said for a friend. What's surrounding the dick? Oh my god, this is some trans right shit going on right now. Oh, I see. Okay, that makes sense. So guys, question for you, like, are there any apple nails in the house? No? No. See that that's the thing, right? I hear all these straight guys talking about alpha beta and now there's sigma males. Is that is that also a thing? Is there like an Omega male where you all fucking just die? I would love that. I'm an Omega male. <laughs> Thank God for that. I mean, more dick for me. Who else do I want to talk about? Oh, what else? Um, oh, is anyone else excited about the billionaire return policy? You can just stuff five billionaires down into the sea and then. <laughs> it's, just, it's exciting, right? If you ever want to get rid of billionaires, that's what we can do. Because, like, billionaires are getting out of control. It's like billionaire control. We should start doing that. Right? They want to go put themselves five at a, five at a time down. And poof. Now what's really exciting about billionaires is, like, they are our own ad- entertainment, right? Are you guys are, are you up for the cage match? Are you excited? Yeah, the cage, right? right? Okay, so are you Zuck or Elon? Which one are you? Elon? Okay, okay. And are there any Zucks in the house? Anyone for Zuck? Oh, no. I mean, you don't like him, but he's going to will. I, I think you're talking about threads, but, um, oh, yeah, but have you now heard that, like, Elon Musk wants to see Zuck's dick? Yeah, he tweeted today. He's like, let's, let's really measure our dicks together. Is that where we are? Can we just send all these motherfuckers in a tube to the bottom of the ocean? Like, might like that. What else do I want to think about today? Yeah, it's not fun making straight f- fun of straight straight guys and fun of straight guys. It doesn't work out that well. They're not the most receptive audience, you know. You all okay? I'll make sure you're doing that. Okay, you're cool? Oh, that I'm cool. You're cool, that I'm cool. You're cool. So I'm very excited about the new right turn our country's taking. Babe. I want to fight it with being as queer as I possibly can. And so I'm going to leave you with the song from a musical I will never write called The Orphan Fanny. It goes a little something like this. Your son will come out tomorrow. That'll be a bottom and he'll swallow all my cum. He'll be gay and he won't be lonely. I'll jizz on his chin, he'll grin and say,
bottom tomorrow it's only a gay away thank you i'm brady it's a hard cock life for brady brady pearson everyone yay i love your musical it will always live in infamy i can't wait to see a bunch of uh Boys dressed as girls redoing Annie. I mean, just the orphan scenes are going to be incredible. I mean, the fist-fucking scenes. We're going to get Mark Neuer on this right away. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Your next comedian. I'm so excited that he's here. I heard you killed it last night at Mission Cannabis. Put your hands together for Ernest Evangelista. Yeah, I killed someone. Because they were black. Okay, hey guys, how you guys doing? I like the musical, but uh, where did Brady go? Only a gape away. A gape. That's, yeah. Gaping asshole. God bless you. Um, hey, guys, can I pretend? Can I holler at you guys? Sexually? Can I, man, you, you you look, hey girl, you look like your pronoun is them, cause them jeans is fat. Okay, never mind. Okay. You guys want to hear a joke? Look at my haircut. I told him to give me the lesbian. Because that's what my girlfriend's dad told me. He's, he's white and racist. And that's why I love her. And, um, but yeah, guys, I'm what you call uh, a lesbian starter kit. Okay, what's up, guys? You guys don't like lesbians? You too, sh you too straight to eat the pussy? Okay, there's a kid. Um, you guys ever eat pussy cat? Cause you're Asian. You guys ever kill the pussy? Cause you're Asian. And you do voodoo. You guys ever killed a man in Oklahoma just to watch him die? That's how you fucking get hard. Okay. Um, I don't know what's going on, guys. Did you guys, you guys look like skaters. Okay. Did you guys notice that they arrested all the skaters uh, on Saturday? I say good riddance. Because finally SFPD is doing something about the homeless problem. Because what are skaters but homeless people with wheels? Okay, okay. You guys, you guys know how we could really fix the homeless problem? With your boy Elon Musk. Because you know he's like firing every like freaking, uh, hey dude. That's my twin. Um, he's like firing every like, uh, every uh, Twitter uh, person. Twitter worker. And you know, um, he wants to do the microchipping. You know what you should do? Microchip the homeless people. How genius is that? 
and we microchip him and teach him to code and give him fentanyl and make him work. I don't know. All right, guys. Want to talk to Elon and show him my dick? Guys, give it up for Pam, guys. Ernest Evangelista, everyone. Ernest Evangelista. He's, he's not wrong about the technology. My cats, no, my cats are chipped, and my dogs were always chipped. I want to be able to find them when they're lost. I mean, just no. Well, they want, I mean, existentially, it'd be nice if someone could find me. Uh, your next comedian, I can't find myself. Your next comedian, we're, we, um, we're, we have to jump. The two people are late, so Harvey, you're next. I tried to tell you, but then you didn't notice, and I tried to. But no, it's okay. You're great. I'm excited that you're next. Put your hands together, everybody, for Harvey Walsher Vaughn. Yay. All right, y'all, a couple of things right off the bat. One, dad's black. Two, that sucks. Dad, my dad is black, um, and it sucks because he's black, and I still look this white. I want to be black, too. And that sucks. Because wanting to be black is the whitest shit I do. Like, I know this because when I'm undercover with a bunch of white guys, this question always comes up. If you had to be another race, what race would you be? Every white guy is black every time. Not right, Kane? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I do look really white, though. And I've been told that looking white is a privilege, of course. But it does make me feel like I'm not at all mixed, right? I'll never be the victim of a hate crime. I get that, and it's incredible. I would never take that for granted. But I do think it would help me feel included in the black community. Look, here's how I feel. If you call me the N-word, then fuck you. Thank you. No, I don't get called the N-word. I do get called one racial slur, and if I'm being honest, some of you guys have probably thought it yourselves in your head while I've been up here. Uh, and that word is logic. Uh, if you know, you know. By the way, have y'all noticed that all the worst words you can call someone have G's right in the middle of the word? Like the N-word, two G's. Faggot, two G's. Muggle, two G's. The M-word of autism. Only they can say it. Yeah, I'll say, so I'll say faggot uh, because I've been called a fag so much. But I don't touch the N-word. And in my head, that makes sense. But technically, I have it backwards. Like, I'm 25% West African. My family's from the South. My dad made me download Cash App. I could say, and I shouldn't say fag. 
I only like dick when it's attached to hot chicks, and that shit isn't even gay anymore. Uh, speaking of gay, new pride flag just dropped. They included two stripes, a black stripe and a brown stripe for people of color. As a quarter of color, I appreciate it. We love inclusion. I do think it is a bit weird that these two groups get lumped together so often, though. In my opinion, it feels a little bit like having a flag for little people and people with Down syndrome. On the surface, there are similarities. Small hands, big butts, special bathroom equipment. But I don't know if anyone in either community wants to be united by these characteristics, you know? All right, y'all, that's, that's, that's it. Appreciate it. Yay, Harvey! All right, uh, comments are back here. What do you got, Spence? I like the Latinx tag. Oh, you do? Yeah, I feel like it's a good Yeah, I tried to take your advice from last time and mix. I think you did a great job with addressing the black dad in the first sentence and saying, like, here's what it is, uh-huh. and then rolling into those jokes. Yeah, I, did, I, yeah and I think in a longer set, you could um, potentially add more of the second joke in second it. Because I, lo- I love, like, the big uh, guy being like, this doesn't match with <laughs> anything in my apartment. I felt like that was a really funny part of it. I know you ran out of time. Even if you don't mention the Asian, but you could, you could. It was, it was, we, it was an experiment. It was an experiment. You don't have to, but you could. It wasn't terrible. (laughs) All right, I appreciate the feedback. I think you do look like Logic. He just looked up. I didn't know what Logic was. Yeah. uh, He showed me, and I was like, I need to come up with tags for that, and also just like, like surface it better. I think. But yeah. Art, you walked out. I was gonna say like uh, I was gonna say some of y'all already called me that in your head, like Art, because that one time you're like, "Yo, logic." Anyway, oh, clap your hands together, everybody, for Harvey! Yay! Yay! Hey, your next comedian was just referenced in your last comedian set. Put your hands together for Art Galustian! Yay! Boo, booing, boo. Okay, that's enough. My dad is not black. Thank God. I'm just kidding. Um, I'll start with a fucked up joke. I uh, <laughs> I was I was driving actually in the mission. I was getting burritos one day, and I saw this kid with Down syndrome, and he was like feeding a bunch of pigeons. And it was really cute because he was like really into it, right? And then all of a sudden he lunges and he grabs one. Saw one. He's like like holding it in his hand. He's like rubbing his face on it. He's kissing it. He really loves that pigeon. It was kind of cute, but I was getting worried because, like, I'm not a scientist, right? Like, I don't know how diseases spread. But, like, what if that pigeon catches Down syndrome, you know? I don't know how it works. I, uh, I was just in Armenia for two and a half weeks. That's where I was born. Uh, it was cool, but uh, I say that to transition to my next joke. That wasn't a smooth transition, but I tried. Uh, uh, I'm an immigrant. I have a sister, 
And me and my sister, we always compete, right? Like, who is the parent's favorite child, right? Because as immigrants, you get to do things for the first time. You get to achieve things for the first time in your family, right? Like, for example, my sister, she's the first in our family to get a PhD. She's a doctor. That's pretty cool. And I'm the first in our family to get arrested. So, yeah. Thank you, Paul. Uh, this is a true story. What happened was I was driving, and I had weed in the car, and I got pulled over. And as I was getting pulled over, I was actually listening to Jay-Z, not Logic. I was listening to Jay-Z, 99 Problems. Um, so when the cop walked up to me and he asked me, do you know why I pulled you over? The first thing that my stupid ass thought of was just the lyrics to that song. I might have been high. Um, so when the cop asked, do you know why I pulled you over? I said, because I'm young and I'm black and my hat's real low. Do I look like a mind reader, sir? I don't know. And the cop looked at me like, what the fuck? Then he smelled the weed in the car. He goes, like, can you get out of the car? I'm going to search it. Again, I remember the lyrics to the song, and Jay-Z responds to that question with, well, my glove compartment is locked, so is the trunk in the back, and I know my rights. So you're going to need a warrant for that. So I told the cop, you're going to need a warrant for that. He goes, get the fuck out the car. Then I looked at the cop, and I said nothing. Because I forgot the rest of the lyrics to that song. That's how I got arrested. I have no new jokes, so I'm just doing all my old shit. It's great. Uh, I'll do a really old joke that never really worked, but fuck it. We're at open mic. Uh, I got matched with this girl on Tinder, and her profile bio said, I don't date men with kids. Like, ah, that's cool. So I started talking to her, asked her what she does for work, and she says she's a social worker working for the Child Protective Services. And she explains to me they're the people that take kids away from abusive homes. And then she goes, have you ever heard of them? I was like, of course I have. Like, thank God for them because I actually wouldn't be able to date you if they didn't take my kids away. That's the joke. Okay, thank you. Bye-bye. Yay! Art's back and he's getting his comedy sea legs back. Yay! Next time you got to do jokes in Armenian. Is that the language? Is it called Armenian or is it something? And see, that's how dumb I am. I have no idea. In any of it. I have no idea. No, but I think he could have a joke. Burn. I'm sure there's an Armenian joke. There's got to be something that happened when you were away. Your next comedian, I guess we're on a show together out in the out in the sticks tonight. Yeah, hey, put your hands together, everybody, for John Gallagher. Yay! Yeah. Guys, Pride Month just ended, but most importantly, it was uh, Grimace's birthday. Do you know that? Which is pretty cool. Yeah. I like to know that Grimace celebrates his birthday just like a white woman, just all month long, forever. It's pretty exciting. The weird thing, do you know Grimace is supposed to be a milkshake, by the way? Grimace is supposed to be a big, it's furry. You know, that's a, it, it's, it's gross. Grimace is a furry milkshake, and that's disgusting. And then in honor of Grimace, you're supposed to drink a milkshake. It's like, are we drinking Grimace's blood or cum? What the fuck is this weird blood ritual to pay tribute to fucking Grimace? I feel like there's some weird thing we're just ignoring. It's like, yeah, yeah, ignore pride, but Grimace. Grimace is taking over this month now. Anyway, uh, I had a weird experience uh, last week. I'm getting old, and I'm getting insecure about uh, things in different ways. Like, I was, I was in a, I went to take a shit. Well, I, I went to the urinal in the bathroom stall. I w didn't take a shit, but I was going to piss sitting down, which is embarrassing, but I was tired. You know, I wanted a little break. I wanted a little, I wanted a little mind vacation, you know? Sometimes those are nice. 
And then as I'm sitting down, this guy, we're in a bar, and this guy just kind of starts, like, fucking hitting the door. And just starts rolling around. I'm all, and I started to have a weird moment of insecurity because I was like, oh, man, he's, he's going to hear I'm not shitting. He's going to hear I'm pissing. He's going to think I'm a pussy. So instinctively, what I did to offset that was just I started making sniffing sounds. Like, I'm just, no, I'm just doing blow. Like, it's all, no, I'm cool. I'm just doing cocaine. I'm definitely not pissing like a girl. I'm doing drugs that could kill me like a man. Not like a lady. And then I came out, and he's like, all right, man, sorry. I was like, yeah, I'm doing drugs, dude. How dare you? You could have gotten some if you were cool, because I definitely wasn't pissing sitting down like a bitch. Anyway, I, uh, guys, uh, uh, there's a book called Fire and Fahrenheit 451. It's a pretty famous book. Uh, Ray Bradbury, that's uh, the temperature where books burn, you know? And the entire thesis is that book burning is bad, you know? But is it? I don't think so, you know? As long as you're burning... Okay, it just burn bad books, you know? That's the whole thing. Like, if he, the, the, the whole problem is they're burning the good books. Don't burn the good books, burn the bad books, you know? That's, that's fine. You can burn those. Like, all I'm saying is Bill O'Reilly has, like, ten books. We can, we can knock a few of those off, can't we? You know? Like, Bill O'Reilly has written so much. Let's fucking, you know, give those guys, let's give them a few Bill O'Reilly novels to light these guys and keep homeless people warm at night. You know, that way Bill can do something nice for once in his life, you know? That'll be something helpful. Like, Jeff Foxworthy has, like, seven books. Do we need all those? Do we need... No, you might be a redneck if you got a, a piece of a pine in your ass. Like, you can lose that, can't you? Like, it's that's not like burning the fucking Library of Alexandria. We can lose that one to the sands of time. I don't think humanity's gonna be any worse. You can burn a few redneck jokes. I think it's all right. Yeah, okay. I, uh, I, I remember re- hearing this thing about how they wanted to, I used to, I had to sub for a little while, and, and middle schoolers are the worst, and it, it's, apparently it's because middle schoolers are literally so horny they can't learn, and it's, did you know, and like, it's so bad that they've thought about like, just banning 7th and 8th grade because you, you literally can't do anything like socialize. Have you ever been, have you ever been so horny you literally can't take in information? There's just a, like, just armies of those people everywhere all the time. Isn't that kind of terrifying to you? Rock hard, just like, and that's hundreds of people all at once. And then they're like, no, no, they, they're too dumb. They're too hard. We can't, we can't give them knowledge. What could they do with this? With knowledge and a boner, they'd be unstoppable. I don't know. That just is a funny thing to me. Anyway, guys, thank you. John Gallagher, everyone. He's a genius. And you're so funny and wonderful. Yay. Uh, all right, we have a couple comedians left. Put them together for Next one, it's new, or not, Newman's not here. Hunaid Shakur, yay! What's up? What's up? Um, I'm also halfy, um, half Indian, half Pakistani, uh, or as my white friends ask, what's the difference? Um, um, I hate when people at work use words I don't understand. Like the other day I was at work and someone was like, Kunaid, how do you feel being part of the South Asian diaspora? Like, what the fuck did you just call me? You can't say that at work. Uh, it turns out it's just a fancy word for immigrant, which is, never knew that. Um, I think we should have been using that word all along because it sounds a lot nicer. Um, you can't really understand what it means when you first hear it. Like if someone was like, you know, a diaspora took my job, I was like, Damn, that's crazy. A ghost took your job. <laughs> like, um, I think it's just immigrant is a scary word because it ends with int. It's like a hard sound. And a lot of 
scary words end with the same sound, like compliment and commitment and employment, you know, just all the things that immigrants are good at. Um, um, I, I saw a guy in a wheelchair yesterday um, hit someone in the face with a metal pole um, at the BART station, and then I watched a cop just be like, don't do that. <laughs> And I was I was curious. I was like, "What?" He's like, "Well, he's in a wheelchair, and it's a lot of work for us to arrest him. Like, we we'd have to bring in a whole car, and we'd have to put him in a, just too much work." I was like, "That's good to know." <laughs> I was like, "If all I need to do to assault someone is strap on a boot and get away with it, like, I understand." Um, some people ask if uh, my glasses are actually real or necessary, or they're just there to hide my unibrow, and the answer is it's both. Um, um, I like when the economy is doing bad. I don't know what that really means, but I like it because it gives me an excuse. Like the other day, my friend was like, hey, we're going to take Katie out for brunch to celebrate her promotion. I was like, not in this economy. No, we're not. Um, my girlfriend the other day, she's like, we should think about taking the next big step in our relationship. We should move in together. I was like, in this economy? Ah, that makes sense. Shit. Yeah. Could save on rent. Um, I, looked, I looked it up. When the economy is doing really well, do you know who else is doing really well? Divorce lawyers. Turns out when the economy is doing well, people are like, I'm not dealing with this bullshit. Not in this economy. I can do better. <laughs> um, I don't really believe in karma. I know a lot of people do, but I don't. And I don't know what's worse. Like, my cousin got into a motorcycle accident and broke a bunch of bones in his body. And I don't know what was worse for me to go in there and be like, well, you ride a motorcycle. Statistically, it's going to happen. Or if I should have gone in and be like, remember when we were 10 and you pushed me off my bike? Well, karma. This is God getting you back. Um, I lost my virginity pretty late in life. Um, and it changes the experience. So the best way I can describe it is it was like when I went to Pakistan for the first time. Got off the plane, I was like, this is not like the movies. <laughs> I was like, I was not prepared for this amount of smell to be present. And there's a lot more begging than I expected. I was like, I have nothing left to give. That was all of it. There's, uh, I should have booked a guided tour. All right, thank you. Yay, nature core. Very funny jokes. Yeah. Um, Paul, it looks like you're the last one here because the other people haven't shown up. So the people we're missing are Emily, Rafi, Rafi Wolfgang, but they said something happened with their car and Dee. So, uh, but this might be our last comedian. Oh, I mean, I guess I could tell jokes. Uh, put your hands together for Paul Robertson. Yay. <laughs> It's time. Yes. Oh man, I was trying to write it down outside, but whatever. Um, um. I've been getting older. Anybody getting older? I'm getting older. Thinking about Jesus. Thinking about faith more. About faith. And uh, what was I gonna say about that? It's not. These days, faith's harder. Faith's harder. It's not like the 80s. Faith's harder to catch. It's just like age. You can still catch it, but you really got to try these days, you know? It's not like it used to be. 
But I think it's because why do I think that? I think I think it's because like we tend to like bow down and worship the most useful, powerful thing that we want something from. And it's like, God, will you please, please, please help me with my essay? And then chat GPT's like, I'm on it, bro. You don't need to pray to God anymore. We have other places to go now. You don't need God for that. So, you know, we're all just gonna be enslaved by that. Um, and I was thinking, I only have like ideas, I gotta craft these into jokes, you know. So what what you know, like, you know, transphobia, that's out there, it's transphobia. And there's that, you know, cliche joke, well it's not you're not really phobia, you're not afraid of trans people. But it's like, okay. But you get people who are transphobic, we call them ignorant, we get angry at them. We're allowed to get angry at them. But at what age are you allowed to start getting angry at somebody? Like a little eight-year-old, like, you're not a man, you're a woman. Shut up, you little piece of shit. Oh, my God, you're so fucking ignorant. Nine years old? Fucking piece of... 20 years old, you fucking piece of... So somewhere between nine and 20, you can start getting mad at people for being ignorant. That's what we've kind of realized. 15, you piece of shit. You stupid, ignorant piece of shit. Transphobic. 17? 17? Uh, maybe about when you can vote, you can start... Anyway... Where do we get to be mad at these people? Where? I don't know. Uh, I was doing um, some jokes that didn't, they stopped working. You ever have a joke stop working? And he's like, fuck no, bro. And then he went like this. And he did that. You see this man's hair? Fuck no, bro. He did that. Huh? I'm doing it because I'm balding. Here, I'm going to. These are actually, look, see this? You know who always has a little style? Wally Hippolito. These are his glasses. He left on. I'm trying to meet up with him to give them back to him. I look cooler in Wally's glasses because he's got better style than me. Deep, you're here. I'm stalling for you, bro, because I'm the last comic other than Pam, the queen of San Francisco, if she wants to. Um. <coughs> Deep, what was that joke you are laughing at real hard about the artards that you want to say out loud? What was it? What? It was, I thought it was a really mean-spirited joke. You shouldn't, I'm. He said retard, and I said, it's artard. You don't, you don't use the full word. That was really mean to you, Deep. I don't want to offend anybody, but his joke, I was just. Deep's like, why is Paul wearing glasses? <laughs> anyway, my name is Paul Robertson. That's my time. Thank you. <laughs> Paul Robertson, Everybody, yeah. Really exposing the hypocrisy rife in society we live in. All right, uh, hey everybody, we've got. Looks like we have two comics left. Put your hands together for Deep Shaw! Yay! Yeah, I don't know what jokes to do. Uh, what was Paul talking about? Anyone? <laughs> no one wants to talk about that? Okay. Yeah, you have heard all of these jokes. Let's do them again. Uh, <laughs> what what can I do? Yeah. I do not write a lot. I should write more. Uh, <laughs> growing, growing up in India, we were always taught about karma. Like you do good and good things happen to you. Have you heard this one? You are so 
you were listening so intensely i thought this is yeah so we were taught about karma like you do good good things happen to you but when i moved here i realized that all those 2 billion people in india they must have done some bad shit in their life <laughs> yeah no one with with good karma will be born in india yeah i must have fucked up really bad in my life that's why i was born there munit are you indian oh you fucked up more than me dude <laughs> but but like you were born there or you were born here oh no he he did not he did not his his parents did but he did not <laughs> just kidding dude no you saved your ass it worked out well for you okay next joke uh when it do do, do you uh, yeah pakistan also has arranged marriages right yeah uh are your parents looking for a girl for you how old are you 28 or oh, they'll start looking in like one month uh but yeah my dad's looking for a bride for me like for an arranged marriage and he keeps sending me these pictures of girls i haven't ended up liking anyone but i know what is my dad's type now yeah most of these girls are like short they have dark hair and all of them have single moms <laughs> yeah my dad is trying to do a buy one get one deal like costco even though he is in india and has never heard about costco yeah but i guess indians what can you do uh yeah my mom was recently visiting me from india and we were walking near pier 39 and we stumbled across this pawn dvd shop and in big bold letters it was written pawn for or dvds for black gay asian anal vaginal nasal eh. and my mom just told me she was so disappointed in me she was like is this why we took out a loan to send you to the us so that you can bring me to a shop that is still selling dvds <laughs> thanks guys that's my time give it up for pam And he didn't do the tag about his mom pulls out her phone and she has it on 5 HD. Ah, she has better shit on her phone. It's a good tag to the end of that joke. Uh all right, it's I'm the last person. Yay. You have to suffer. Uh Paul, you were talking about when can you be angry at children? Just recently in San Francisco there was pro life rally in civic center like right in front of city hall and they bust in at least 50 buses from like Fresno people whose lives are so shitty i don't understand why they have problems with abortion they're like our lives suck everyone have babies and hate them like i don't understand why they're so against choice but there were children there was an 8 year old boy handing out pamphlets with pictures of like mutilated babies on the front 
And I was like, motherfucker, you ain't got a dog in this fight. Nothing made me angrier than the children with signs and the boy children. Like, and they're all like, we're Christian. And I'm like, you, oh, God, I'm so angry at their parents. Their, their parents are so deluded, Abe. I can't hear them over the sound of God not existing. If you remember uh, where that's what, it's outside, but um, uh, what's his face? Used to say, Joe Gorman used to say that. Um, I, can't, I can't hear you over the sound of God not existing. So I'm very angry, and these children, a child, but if it was a little girl, like, fine, maybe someday you'd be like, I would never, but then don't do it yourself. Anyways. You get to be angry at eight-year-old boys that pass you pamphlets about, and I'm like, I have, I'm like, no eggs left, you little cunt. Get the fuck out of here. Look what a well, this is a woman in menopause. No idea what's happening, child. You can get angry at children when their parents are stupid. That's the thing. I'm sorry. Were you raised super Christian? I get so mad at Christians. I'm sorry because I was raised. I'm sorry. Whatever. I have a Bible verse tattooed on me. Whatever. But that um, look at. I do. Uh, it says, this is Second Peter 2.11. Don't indulge your ego at the expense of your soul. Comedians, every single one of you, the Bible says it here on my arm. Don't indulge your ego at the expense of your soul, children. They're like, we don't understand philosophy or how to read. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, I read books. Um, so there's a Bible verse, and it makes me so angry about Christians. And it's so great at the beginning. Look at the birds of the sky. They do not sow or reap or stow away in barns, and yet your heavenly Father takes care of them. What a great statement. Look, you can live your life. You can do what you can. You can survive, and you'll be okay. But then it's followed with the Christian bullshit. Are ye not better than birds? Fucking hubris of us ask, uh, the birds are better. They do not stow or reap or stow away in barns. You, no, they're better than people. I hate people. Okay, one more thing from the Bible, just because I'm TED talking today and I have interesting things to say. There in the book of Acts, there is a moment where the church goes from Jesus' teachings of socialism and turns into fascism. <laughs> uh, it's really great. It's the story of Potiphar and his wife. And so they say, hey, everybody in the church, sell all your shit and be a socialist and sell it together and we're going to have it together. Yay, we're going to take care of everybody. Everyone sells their shit, except for Potiphar And then the church brings them in, and first to the wife. They say, oh, no, first to the husband. They say, did you lie to us, and did you keep money away from the church? He said, no. And then God struck him down. The church struck him down. They murdered the motherfucker, and they, burned, they buried him outside. Then they bring in the wife, and they question her. Well, hello, did you, we talked to your husband. We'd like to know from you. Did you? And, and then they killed her, too. And so that's when socialism turned into fascism. It's like in Acts uh, chapter 4. Anyways, I love talking to super Christians and <laughs> turning their own Bible against them. Uh, let's say that was four minutes. Okay. Did everyone learn something about the Bible? One last Bible story that's my favorite, favorite Bible story. The story and I ask this to any person who's like super religious. I'm like, explain to me why the story of Lot's daughters is important. Lot's wife turns into a pillar of salt because she looks back at Sodom and Gomorrah because of the sinful times, and God, she likes getting rammed in the ass. I don't know why she looked back. She missed the life. She wanted to have fun. Who knows? Her house was burning down. She wanted to see. Anyway, they run up into the hills. The daughters think that they're the last people on earth, and they've got Lot there. So what do they do? They get their dad stinking drunk, fucking shit-faced drunk, and then they fuck him. They fuck 
their dad to keep the Jewish people alive because they think they're the last people on the planet because they just saw this whole city be destroyed. What does this mean, biblical scholars? What is the meaning? And even before this, even before this, when the angels come to say, like, oh, we're going to save you guys, the, the people in the town try to rape the angels, and he goes, do not rape these angels. Have my daughters instead. He throws his daughters, his virgin daughters, into the street to the mobs of men, and then later they fuck him. What is the moral of this story? I challenge you. <laughs> Go read Genesis. Okay, thank you guys. Bye. Yay. Swimming through a sea of podcasts. Are ye on a raft without a pattern? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of mutiny radio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ friendly to sports. Vinyl to gutter punk. FM has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs> Every Monday at 6 p.m., it's Joke Workshops, streaming live on MutinyRadio.fm. Lift the veil from your third eye on joke creation and what it takes to be a stand-up comic. In the five shakasanas of San Francisco's comedy scene, this all-ages open mic invites Oh, pre-sign by Venmoing 2 to $5 at Mutiny Radio. Join us live for a small and special audience at the Mutiny Radio studio and gallery performance space, 2781 21st Street at Florida Street in the deep, deep, deep mission. Every Monday at 6 p.m. Does my ponytail look cool? Thank you. Namaste. Tuesday used to be the most unlikely night for fun. But every week at 6 p.m., come to OMG's Tuesday Open Mic. And see comics work out new material for free. For free. They get your Tuesday night party on with two-for-one well drink specials during the 6 to 8 p.m. show. Check out Eventbrite to reserve your free seat every Tuesday, 6 p.m. At OMG on Savory 6th Street. Savory 6th Street. Show up to go up. Hey, kids. It's your pal, Spiderman. <laughs> Sorry, Spiderman. Artemis Spiderman. But I'm not swinging through the senior facility, best in Mysterio at Boggle, or getting beautifully plowed by the rhino. I'm headed down to Mutiny Radio at the corner of 21st and Florida. They got some schlemiels doing the laugh laugh. But hey, don't be a schmuck. 
and donate two to five dollars on hold hold on what is this let me get my glasses the prince too venmo that's not real what is that swedish you knew that right this is in san francisco i'll drown it on I'll, it's nap time the year is 2023 oh i wish that laughter had value and the unexpected laugh was priceless. Worry not, true entertainment has brought us a savior in whosatlive.com. Oh, finally, an escape from the apocalyptic nightmare I live in. You can go to whosatlive.com and buy comedy tickets. And you're in the raffle, I guess. True, 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 true. From Mutiny Radio at Hotel Utah on 4th and Bryant. 5 p.m. first Sundays for free comedy. Is San Francisco getting you down? Is everything too expensive? Not first Sundays of the month at Hotel Utah for free comedy with Mutiny Radio. Incredible lineups every month with the best comic comedians from around the bay. Join your friends trying to keep things affordable for free comedy first. Sundays of the month, Hotel Utah, 4th Street. Weekly comedy at the best neighborhood bar in the city. Join your friends from Mutiny Radio every Thursday at 8 p.m. at the bar on Dolores, 29th and Dolores. Starting after any very important sports game that might happen to be on, you're guaranteed a night of laughter for free. And when paired with the drink specials and the nicest bartender in San Francisco, it'll become a Thursday ritual. Show up to go out for comics, and please, reserve your free tickets on Eventbrite so we know you're coming to laugh. There is... <laughs> happy, happy hour the, is when the comedy is the cheapest. Happy hour, the most free two hours of hour-long comedy on the radio and internet streaming Live at 2781 21st Street. Come down. Be in the audience. Dog friendly. Dog friendly. We are. Mutiny Radio is absolutely dog friendly. Ooh, a dog party. Ain't no party like a dog party. <laughs> dog party at Mutiny Radio. Every Friday, dog party <laughs> at Mutiny Radio. Happy hour. 2781 21st Street. Happy hour. Mutiny Radio. Dot FM. Here. In dot SF. Calling all crusties, punks, and poses. Pick your posteriors up off the pavement. Pack up your pins and patches and prepare to party. The Pacific Northwest Best Fest returns this Saturday only at the SeaTac Expo Center. Whether you're a leather lover or just a denim demon, if you're looking to dress to impress for less, do not stress. You'll find all the best in pre-distressed vests right here at the Pacific Northwest Best Fest. With over 40 vendors that are countless crossover styles, you'll find the perfect thing for your scene. Metal, thrash, Walmart, Ives, and everything in between. All in one place. One day only. Unless it's a jacket. If you need a jacket, take your square ass somewhere else. Never pay for fabric you don't need. Ditch the sleeves, but save the rest for the Pacific Northwest Fest Fest this Saturday only at SeaTac. Bring a can of PBR, get it half price. Daddy, Daddy, what are we going to do today? At 2 p.m. on a Saturday afternoon? Oh, over there at the parklet in front of Atlas Cafe for Steve Tyler. 
comedy. Apparently, they've got great sandwiches, cafe drinks, and even some of my favorite beverages, like beer, wine, and sangria. All the things I drink to forget your mother. I knew Uncle Blake says you smell like a brewery. What did I say about interrupting me? Anywho, right here on 20th and Alabama in the Deep Mission, paired with tasty comedy from Bay Area's favorite comic. For free! Every Saturday. Or at least the two Saturdays a month that the court mandates I have to see you. It's Sunday, and even in a drizzle, but not too much. And Daddy, remember after soccer practice when it was raining and you didn't come? I really don't. Anywho. Is it Wester Fraser's Reservations on Eventbrite. Talk in public schools. <laughs> in tri-level dual world of stand-up comedy, laughter has value, and the unexpected laugh is priceless. Who is that live.com? Comedy local shows on sale now. Everyone that purchases a ticket will automatically be entered into a true drawing. Who wants to focus on the genre of stand-up comedy and those that who's that? Go to whoisthatlive.com for upcoming shows. Join us on a journey into the absurd. Radio Nevada, 7.30, come to OMG on Savory 6th Street for DGIF. Thank gods, it's funny. Every third Friday at OMG, check us out. Free shows, great drink specials, hilarious comics. Every Friday, San Francisco, gouging ya. Here we go, free comedy with Mutiny Radio. You know you love us. Third Fridays of every month, OMG, 6th Street. Come on out with your friends. Mutiny Radio, G-G-I-F at O-M-G. Getting killer, killer, instinct to find and infiltrate 
Friday night is going for that happy hour. Could be the last happy hour ever. Mutiny Radio. Could be. Could be. All right. It's the same as it always is. One of that sets you'll hear a horn. And uh, exciting to see a movie back in town again. All right, everybody. Clap your hands together for your first comedian. It's Dan Lewis. How's it going, guys? Okay. Catch the breath, get settled in here. I don't know how to, I never know how to start. I, a lot of people have like these look-like jokes, you know, like I look like this. I don't really look like anything. Pretty much a, kind of a blank person in a way. The only thing I ever get is sometimes people are like, you look like uh, Jason Statham. I get that one a lot. It's kind of like, I don't like it because it it's sort of sort of like saying you look like a worse Jason Statham, right? No one's ever like, hey, you look like a more handsome Jason Statham. No one ever does that. If they do, they're kind of insulting you in other ways. No one's going to be like, you know what? You look like a more handsome uh, uh, Jason Statham. Uh, you know what? He should be uh, working at Panera Bread. You should be the movie star. But it is hard. Yeah, I got to. I do once in a while, I'll walk somebody. So in comedy, obviously, you guys all know. Somebody gets up and leaves during the set. That's a comedy person. It happened to me the other day. It was a small child that I watched. And uh, parents told me that was his first step. They were like, thank you. They were crying. It was amazing. Excellent. Probably shouldn't do jokes about how bad I am at comedy. It's not good. Guys, I think uh, too much of the online porn is kind of distorting my idea of reality. You know, it's like uh, I was driving near the UC Berkeley campus the other day, and I was like, oh, maybe I should. They're all bugging Then I saw them, and they looked really young. So I was like, ew, it's kind of gross, actually. Because hot college girls, I was picturing like a, a full-grown lady with like uh, you know pigtails and uh, C-section scar and all that stuff, uh, and braces too for some reason. That's what I was picturing. This explains my uh, my disappointment and surprise last night uh, when my pizza delivery guy didn't quite have the big juicy cock that I was expecting. <laughs> Ew, I get it. Guys, I have a wrapped 23andMe test in my house. I don't want to take it. My friend bought it. And I'm not, I don't know if I'm interested. I was talking to another friend of mine about should I do it. He says, whatever you do, don't take that test. Do not take that test. I was like, why? He said, because that's how they caught the Golden State Killer. The guy who killed 13 people. His advice for not being like the Golden State Killer, uh, don't take the test. Not don't kill 13 people. He's like, he's like, look, man, I don't know how the rest of you Taking the test is something you can control. Advice for anybody, actually. Uh, you missed a period? Don't take the test, maybe. COVID symptoms? Don't take the test. Whatever you do. If you have already killed 13 people, I agree. Don't take the test. And also, maybe kill one more person. 13 people, that's got to be bad luck. Uh. I don't know why Santa hasn't been canceled yet. I feel like he should be canceled. First of all, he disproportionately benefits white people. Also, he, uh, it's kind of weird. It's like there's this whole idea that if you do all your chores and everything, uh, be nice to your sister, be nice to your brother, do all your chores. In the end, it only comes down to your parents' annual uh, income. Sort of. 
Also, he only has little people with him. That's a red flag right there. You go into Ikea, you see a little person working there, no big deal. You see two, you're like, maybe a coincidence. Everyone working there is a little person. You're going to be like, I am never coming back here again, nor am I ever going to Sweden, just to be safe. For the record, and uh, you guys, thank you for listening here tonight. Give it up for Pam Benjamin. Double toil and trouble. Fuck around and find out. Um, I'm a, I'm a twin. I get that a lot when I say, you know, I'm a twin. Oh, we're fraternal. We, uh, when we were born, my mom, she had to have a C-section. Um, I was the one who was supposed to be born first, but somehow of everything goes out over me, kicks me in the face, and off as you carried away by the doctor, born first. And Most of my life, but but yeah, I, I experimented dating women. Fine. Fine. I wasn't good at it though. It was a learning curve. I wasn't expecting. Like for the first first time, I with a woman. I tried so hard that I couldn't take my bra off. I know how to do mine, but on her, it was just a difficult. And then I just felt so bad for all the men I've judged so harshly ever since I was a teenager. If a guy, you know, fumbled for a second my bra off in my head, I would say, I worst is though I. there and I was like, ooh, what library is this? Um, 
about a book launch. I didn't know I was signing up for an origami challenge. I didn't make her come, but I did make a lovely Thank you. Amy Stringer, everyone. And her cunty baby. <laughs> That's a funny, it's funny. It's a baby and a baby. Okay, your next comedian. <laughs> Put your hands together for Art Galustan. Hello, everybody. Got some gifts for me? What's going on there? How you guys doing? Let's give it up for Pam one time, huh? Yeah. So guys, I'm single. You're wondering else in life. Guys, so I'm single. I've um, And the thing is, I like to date women that are out of my league. The good thing is I'm bald and clean, so that's good. It's weird being bald because I'm the only bald person. There was nobody close. Okay. Pop your head. Look at skinheads and entrepreneurs and bald men. Those fucks. Try some new jokes today, guys. Get a little encouragement, you know. Take a couple of laughs and shit. I'm all for enabling women to penetrate male-dominated career fields. Like, there is no reason why we shouldn't have more female software engineers. There's some jobs that I think we should do. Example, I take a fat shit and clog the toilet. I don't want a hot blonde named Rebecca to solve what a plumber is. I just feel like a plumber should look like somebody cause a plumbing issue? I don't know. We're trying. We're trying. My mom clogged the toilet? I, I clog it and fix it myself. I have a lot of experience. Um, I'll tell you guys a story. When I was in my early 20s, I got arrested. It sounds badass, but it's stupid. I got arrested in San Francisco. Granted, at the time it was illegal, but saying you're not supposed to smoke weed in San Francisco is kind of like a warning label on a product that everybody wants. Like, have you ever bought a box of candy and you're like, you're not supposed to smoke weed? It's going to happen again. So here's the stupider part of the story. I didn't get arrested by a San Francisco police officer. I got arrested by a San Francisco State University police officer. You know how embarrassing it is that getting arrested by a candy shop? That's like getting suspended by a substance. Are they even allowed to do that? Apparently they are. Here's the stupidest part of that story. I wasn't even a student at SF State. I was just driving by. Here's what happened. I was driving. I had weed in the car. I get pulled over. I thought I was going to get away with it until two days before. I watched this YouTube video that taught you how to deal with cops. It was all about knowing your rights. I thought I was ready. Cop walks up to me and says, do you know why I pulled you over? I remember the video. They tell you, don't admit your guilt. So I said, no, obviously. The lead in the car, he goes, Get out of the car, I'm gonna search it. Again, I remembered the video and I said, Sorry, officer, I did not consent to your search. I'm gonna search the warrant for you. I thought I was getting home. 
And he goes, get the fuck out of the car. I'm going to pull you out. I didn't know what to do because when I was watching the video, I fell asleep halfway through. So I didn't get to this specific scenario, so I had to get out of the car. I was sitting on the curb. He called for backup. A couple of more cop cars pull up. This time real cops, SFPD. This is how I imagine he called for backup. He's probably like, hey, this is campus cop. I made an arrest. I'm going to need backup. The cop on the other line must have been like, are you even allowed to do that? I was in the cop car going to jail. The cops kept asking me a hell of questions. But I remember the video I must have woke up again from my nap. I remember this part. They said, don't answer the questions because they could use it against you. So I wasn't saying nothing. He got real annoyed at me. He goes, like, what are you, deaf or something? I said, sorry, officer. I must have damaged my eardrums. Thank you, guys. Yay, Art I I also use Q-tips to clean my ears. Also, they're the best way to pick your nose. All right. Yeah, you can if you have boogers in your nose, use a Q-tip. Best way to dig those little motherfuckers out. Uh, your next comedian is joining us all the way from New York City. Clap your hands together, everybody, for Ian Levy. So my new joke. I um I recently learned I'm not supposed to use the word homeless anymore. Housed. I, you know, I wanted to get it right. You know, so that I, I actually asked the homeless person, "Would you rather be called homeless or housed?" And he bit me. So it feels like, oh, you know, I want to. I was like, nah, once for yes. It is kind of crazy. Also, what are we supposed to call the shelter? An unhoused shelter? It doesn't sound like much of a shelter. I gotta be honest. Like, hey, it sounds like uh, the outside. Be like, hey, I'm gonna send you to this new unhoused shelter. Be nice. There's trees and a sandbox and a slide. It's like, are you sending me to the park? Like, what's happening? I uh, one of my favorite stories. One of my favorite stories. Years ago, I'm gonna build a shelter. Seventy thousand dollars to hire an attorney to fight the homeless shelter being built, uh, which is just amazing, really. Just imagine, I, what I want to know is, what did the homeless people think? You had 70,000, I only ever asked for one. Like, that's crazy, you can't just you give me that. The most, I, I, I met one of the, the people, I met the guy at the restaurant, main guy who started the, the just raising money to fight the homeless shelter. I came up to him, I was like, how dare you do this to me? He said, uh, you could call them unhoused. I was like, you son of a bitch, you know, you know got some points. Um, I'm not very, uh, uh, I was on a date recently. That's not with your new one. I came in the car, woman kept looking over at the guy, That's actually a kind of stalker. Uh, I don't know how he found me, but he was constantly sending me very threatening messages, also threatening anyone I'm romantically involved in. Uh, so I, told, I was like, I'll do it. I went up and I said, hey, buddy, listen, uh, I don't know this woman, okay? I just 
met her online. I have no real connection, okay? We're not friends. In fact, I'm going to leave. I'm going to buy you a round of drinks. I didn't know you had dibs, but, you know. And, uh, I'm not brave. I'm not, you know, I'm a, I'm, I come from a long line of cowards. So is, if you have a stalker or a family curse or something, tell me that before we go out and play. I'm not going to. I'm not going to tell you. I'll meet someone else. You'll die, but, you know. I want to live, you know. I feel like there's always this movie, Brave. Oh, there's some bandits. They'll form a posse. They have their whole corral and everything. Never shown the movie. Let's just give the bandits what they want, you know. I don't, uh, I, I like movies. I get older, uh, there's a very specific genre of movies. Only really one movie. All it's the same kind of thing. How did you solve your problem? That is every every movie that's made for me. It's just like imagine because turns out as you get older, it's not fun to do the right thing. Like the right thing is always the best. If someone's like mad at you, you gotta be like, Ed, let's calm down and be more adult, you know. But in your head, you're like, yeah, fuck it, you know, like you wanna beat them up and stuff. My main fantasy isn't even fighting like tough. I fantasy, I watch Karen videos on TikTok of just women being like, you can't park here, and I just picture me parking, you know. That's my, that's my main how I take out my aggression. Been on dating apps a long time. You end up, you start following people's lives. That's how long I've been on. You see them grow, you know, like on there, and you're like, oh, wow, Jennifer, she finished law school. Like, good for her. Like, that's really impressive. You know, it's crazy. Paper, uh, oh, it's still a no. Okay. I, I wouldn't date me if I was a lawyer either. Oh, fair enough. Oh, no, Amanda, she's drinking again. That's not good. I thought we moved past it. Oh, man, it's a match. She really has hit rock bottom. So that's not. Good at all. Okay, guys, that's enough. Ian Levy, everyone. The triumphant return. San Francisco. All right. Your next comedian is the head honcho over at Milk Bar. Put your hands together for Connor Marshall. How are you? Is this one? This one? This one? This one? on what's up oh hello my name's connor uh i'm having a rough week i'm having a hard time sleeping i've been having nightmares i got myself a uh, those white noise machine plays cold play all okay all right first joke okay all right okay. uh my dad the vietnam vet gave animals during the vietnam war okay all right no, he was actually in the Vietnam War. He was a uh, Vietnamese baby. And his dad was an American soldier, which I think makes my grandmother a prostitute. Okay, all right. Sorry, Grandma. Uh, my dad is a lot darker than me. He's a lot darker than me, so this would happen all that. When I was a kid, people would think I was kidnapped all the time, um, which is weird. I remember the first time it happened, I was in the grocery store, and this lady came out to me. She grabbed my arm. She's like, excuse me, you know who this man is? And I was like, get the fuck off me, bitch. Stranger danger, why are you touching me, right? Uh, 
And then I had to go over to my dad and be like, hey, dad, why did that lady just ask me if I knew who you were? And he had to lean over and explain to me that that lady is crazy. She only sees color. She doesn't see – or faces look exactly the same. Uh, so now when I see kids who, like, look different than their parents, different skin, I like, have an affinity for those families. It, like, feels good. I'm like, oh, that's cool that two different-looking people had a kid that looked even weirder, right? Uh, but it makes me wonder if I've ever walked past a kidnapped kid. Thought, this is beautiful. I love this. This is so nice. Uh, been in San Francisco eight years now. Trying to be progressive. I got myself a boyfriend. A girl. I just like to call her my boyfriend. She thinks that's funny. Think it's funny to Dutch oven her. Does not think that's funny. Depending where you broke up, Susan Long. Uh, we were in an open relationship. Yeah, if you guys know what that is, that means I was open to finding a better relationship. We just got diarrhea. I don't think we're going to keep Actually, she's a Recently had our pregnancy scare. There's a pregnant lady hiding in my closet. I actually do have a girlfriend. You guys. I do have a girlfriend. Uh, my girlfriend is a bitch. Um, I'm sorry, I shouldn't say that. She hates when I use that word. My wife is a bitch, you guys. My boyfriend hates that joke. My husband loves it. I gotta keep it. You know what I'm saying? I love. I'm a single guy right now. Single dude at the moment. Recently had sex with a vegan girl. We had an impossible pussy. Tasted so like other pussy. I was just hungry an hour later. Does that make sense? Wasn't very filling. All right, that's a good joke. All right, you guys are all going like this. Like I don't know if I. Uh, I'll end on this one. Fuck it. I'm uh, going to have a gender reveal party next week. Not having a baby. I just want to show my friends my penis. So. Hey, my name is Connor Marshall. Thank you guys. Have a good night. Bye. Connor Marshall, everyone. Go check out all the shows at Null Cage Debates and Wednesdays and Thursdays. All kinds of good shows. All right. Your next comedian is just a joy and a wonderment to be around. Put your hands together for Josh Kopsky. Thank you very much. My, uh, my dad just had jury duty. Didn't have to do the trial, but he told me that the guy pleaded guilty to threatening the last jury, and I don't think that's the jury duty that you want. I told him he should ask to be on the jury for the guy who bribed his like that would be a better way. All right, we're starting out strong. Let's do some fucking new shit. Um, I I'm glad that superhero stuff is getting more progressive. All the movies progressive superhero, the Eternals, the second superhero in the Marvel. They're actually coming out with a movie about a superhero team. People who have taken something from male to female. Uh, it, I'm glad they're getting more progressive. It's always funny to me when they have a progressive superhero and people get really mad about it. 
years ago in comics that Superman was gay, and people were getting really mad about it. There were these reviews where people were ah, zero stars, unrealistic. Like, that's the unrealistic part for you? It wasn't the flying or the laser eye. But <laughs> joke's only for Brady. Um, <laughs> also, like, I don't think Superman's straight, you know? Like, chiseled abs, perfect hair, colorful leotard that he pulls off. I don't think he's straight. He's definitely not gay either. Superman is an alien. He comes from a planet a million light years away. What he's doing with Lois Lane is closer to beast. Um, it feels weird that people are getting mad at him. For, for the, it it kind of feels like if you saw your friend like jump into the chimpanzee exhibit and start sucking his dick, and you were like, whoa, 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 dude, that chimp is a guy. He's fucking gay. I don't, I don't think that Krypton blew up. I think that Superman was just like kind of a perv, a little bit of a zoophile. They were like, you have to get out. We're... We're kicking you out, Superman. Fuck you, Clark. Alright. Um, I I have IBS, just to, so you can all know a little bit about me. Um, I have IBS, which was fine during COVID, because I was, like, working from home in the bathroom. Now I'm going into the office. I have to get up, like, every half hour. I don't like it that my coworkers So I... Trying to convince them, you don't even if you want to do it yourself. You don't even have to lie to them. Every time you exit the bathroom, be like, "I am not doing cocaine anymore." That guy's doing cocaine. Um, I'm trying to spell it though, which is tough because self. I'm just doing what I nose touching. A lot of. God damn, that kind of stuff. Pretending to brush my teeth a lot. Bad movies. That's actually why they cut cocaine with safety. People are going to do this. Targeted ads that I get are always like Christian mingle. Doesn't make any sense because really, I, I don't really want to spend booze because I say fuck Jesus, not me. Okay, your next question. What? What in the name? Clap your hands together, everybody, for Brady Pearson. <laughs> It's Friday, another shitty week over with, everyone. I did not, I mean, of all the crazy things going on, I didn't. Trump. Weird ass. Did you hear about this? Donald Trump now has released NFTs. 
guest. No, we, no, seriously. He had this big announcement. He really did. He gigantic. And what he did is he really just like, he just said $99. The pastor said $99 for, an for these really poorly. It's like, it's like you imagine you got the shittiest AI you could possibly have. With the worst parts. It's like $99 a pop, baby. There is no satire left. Comedy is dead, but I'm going to give it a shot. Um, I'm also very excited because now, um, is the World Cup over yet? No, it's still going on, right? So you've got young men chasing balls all over a field. Like always excites me to watch it. I mean, I'm certainly watching the goal over there. I'm certainly doing that. But um, I think it makes me think about other sporting things like this. Um, oh, really good to be here, Pam. But um, I just turned to. I'm a big old faggot. I don't know if you know. And it made me wonder, you know, now I was listening to today, it made me wonder what I've done with my life. You know, what, what, what have I really contributed? What have I gotten? You know, and it's existential thoughts. Did y'all think of this? Did y'all know this? You'd be thinking. Into the cocktail? In the room? Yes, girl. Okay, so you, you can go. Are you guys lying? You, so you are lying, right, of course. So you've never sucked a cock. Would you ever suck a cock? Why not? Maybe? What would it take? Real love. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Or maybe some maybe some food. I don't know. Okay, so do you enjoy do you, do you do it for um, power or love? Okay. So now, now, now that now that we've cleared the air, let's do some math, guys. This is going to be hard because we're going to try to talk about real inches. So let's say you six, uh, the average cock is what six inches. You okay? Just try to be generous here, my friend. Okay. So let's see. One up, one down. One pass. There's one up, one down. That's a foot. There are four thousand five hundred eighty-four feet in line. Keep going, and I kept doing the math and doing the math and. I came up with like 180,000 odd feet, which is 26.6 miles, which is a marathon, which explains last weekend. Yeah. I feel so close to you all today. I want to share with you a dream of voice Love you, put it in me, put it in me every day. Love you, put it in me, put it in me all the way. On your soul, put it in me. I am yours, put it in me, put it in me every day. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you, Pam. Brady Pearson, everyone. Yay, Brady Pearson. Coming up soon, his new musical, uh, which is going to be great. Little Orphan Fanny, yeah. I can't wait to hear your rendition of It's a Hard Cock Life. Like, it just lifts my spirits. <laughs> uh, your next comedian, uh, damn, 
Because Lauren's not here yet. Put your hands together for the very lovely, nice, funny, wonderful Sam West. Yay! when I say that and then I just I had the worst nickname in high school. My nickname was Piglet. Doesn't sound too bad until you get the context. Both of my parents, police officers. You're wondering how hard it is to get a girl to go to prom with you and she thinks you're a goddamn Winnie the Pooh character? That's praying to Christopher Robin every night. My father, being a police officer, instilled good values yourself up by your feet. Keep your skin up. Pay your taxes. You realize how much pot I had to smoke growing up to undo all of that damage? I can't smoke pot anymore. Get too high. I can't do basic household chores. Last week, I fucked up vacuum. Here's what happened. I was so high, I had my headphones turned up so loud. I didn't realize that vacuum cleaner was off the entire time. Hell yeah. All I could think was, fuck, man. I just gave my house a 47-minute belly rub. Got one of those Roomba vacuums recently. You know, and they kind of sketch me out because I think they collect all the data about my house and send it to my mom. But from time to time, I like to put mine on a treadmill and just listen. I like to think somewhere Jeff Bezos is slowly killing crazy kids to figure out why Steve lives in a four-mile-long hallway in his little apartment. And my dad was always there for me. Remember one night I caught the monster under the bed, man. I did what any child would do, out in terror. Daddy, mommy. He came so fast. Ew, Sam. Ew. Look like dad. Um. Now we've all seen our dads. Boys in the house. We've all seen that. We've all not, not dads. Come, Jesus Christ. We've all seen our dads do it. Holy shit, those are different things. Jesus Christ. But it's it, it, but for real, we've all seen it. You know, it's an integral part of being a man in today's society. You see your dad's constantly. So much so that I would argue, humbly, that it should be a mandatory stage in transitioning from female to male, regardless of age. We're all very surgery, paperwork's done. Let's stop by, stop by the nursing home. Say hi to Pops and Mr. All right, that's enough about my dad's dick. Uh, let's move on to some silly one-liners. It's 6 o'clock, everybody. You're listening to MutinyRadio.fm in .sf. We're here for the happy hour. Yay! The happiest hour of two hours-ish of comedy every Friday at 6 o'clock. We've got comedians from everywhere. They're going to do jokes, and it's going to be fun. And we all love stage time, and it's great. And uh, thanks for donating, everybody, Mutiny Radio at Venmo. Thanks for giving us money. Helping us stay alive. Yay, so that we can help you help us. Cool. Oh, the sounds of, I love, there is like a little bit of sour cream on your cheek, and I've just never, okay. It's cute. You know, that's the thing is errant food on a young man, so cute. On an old dude, gross. (laughs) Right? If you see an old man with like sour cream on the bottom of his lip, you want to vomit. But if you see it on like Peter Struckmeyer, you're like, oh, yeah, baby doll. I just opened by, but it's, ah, I should have turned your mic up for that. You guys can guess the punchline. Put your hands together for your first comedian of the night, everybody. It's Dan Lewis. Yay! 
How's it going, guys? What's up? All right, we're rocking it here today. How we doing? How we doing? Cool, cool. What do we got here today? I see. Brady Pearson. Tim. T I know everybody's name in the entire crowd. This is exciting for me. So it's good. My my mulleted friend right there. That haircut, by the way, that is an insult to the bald man right there. To waste precious resources like that. That is not fucking right, man. More like child molester in the front, child molester in the back. Child molester on his upper lip. Actually, I don't think people should suspect uh, Connor. No, no, parents should ha not have a problem with him because it's like, no child molester is going to dress that on the nose, you know? <laughs> Honey, why did you let that guy take our kid camping? I don't know, just, you saw the haircut, fanny pack full of lollipops, a little on the nose. I guess we'll find out on Monday. Okay. Uh, just wanted to make fun of my friend a little bit um, before I started. I wasn't ready. Yeah, I am. It sucks being bald, man. I had to f it's kind of suck. People ask me. People were asking me all after the Oscars about my opinion, just because I'm a member of the bald community. Uh, I don't really have any strong feelings about it, but I I really did enjoy being in exactly the same category as Jada Pinkett Smith in the civil rights struggle. That was fun. If I ever see her, I can be like, "Fight the power." That's pretty cool. People, my friends are like, "That's different, man. She's got alopecia." That's different. And I'm like, how's it different how you got here, okay? We're at the same spot. We wound up in the same place. That'd be like if you're missing a foot. You saw another guy who was missing a foot. You're like, hey, I know how it is, brother. He's like, yeah, diabetes. And you're like, no, train accident. And he's like, I guess you don't know how it is then. <laughs> you piece of shit. <laughs> you guys ever notice how people are, so many people are like uh, almost proud of not being able to do math? They'll be like, oh, 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 oh you know me. and Don't make me do math. I can't do math. No one ever does that for other disciplines. You know, no one ever goes, oh, you know me, I'm reading. Don't make me read. I can't read. 